You're not alone when it comes to trying new shiny diets, each one promising to make you feel incredible until you realize it's making you feel hungry and deprived and damaging your confidence a little more than the last diet you tried. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Anti-Diet Podcast Show, a podcast on a mission to help you break free from yo-yo dieting and equip you with evidence-based advice so you can feel more confidence in yourself without ever feeling deprived. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner practitioner, an author, a keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Each episode is created to help you take one step forward in your weight loss journey without being on a diet. Each day, I will bring you a wealth of knowledge about how you can lose weight without being on a diet. And each week, I'm going to be joined by a guest or a client that's going to give us the insights and the expert advice in the world of well-being. So together, we can learn from real-life trial and triumphs. In this episode, I'm talking about never to press pause on your health and fitness again. Why? Because what we're looking for is a consistent health and fitness regime. Most of us can come up with any number of justifications for taking a break from our health and fitness efforts, but often it all comes down to one essential reasons. When things are a little easier and they've slowed down, I will return. But do things ever get a little easier? Do they ever slow down? Do you think you may be kidding yourself here? I think you may be. Listen on to find out how you can continually have a great health and fitness regime without pressing a pause on it. Hi guys and welcome to our nutrition coaching live right to your houses. So today we're going to talk about never pause on your health and fitness again. So what do I mean by that? So this particular subject I want to talk to you about is happening to most of us right now. So when things get in our life, then things get in the way, we are first ones to press pause on our health and also our fitness. So I want to discuss a couple of things with you that are going to really resonate with you today. Rather than giving the whole thing up, what is it that you are actually willing, ready and able to do? so you don't press a pause on your health and fitness. Because do you remember when you first started your fitness journey? It's really hard, isn't it? Really, really hard. It's hard to understand, it's hard to commit, it's hard to learn new skills. It's the whole confidence thing where you've got to go and join a group or you've got to make time and um, commit to this particular thing that you've started, all because you want to get in the best shape of your life because you used to be in that shape maybe once upon a time, or you've seen someone and you wanna look like them and you wanna be like them, or you just want to be healthier, or you just want to, you used to do this fitness and you felt really, really good and you looked really, really good and maybe you lost weight for your wedding. And you know that was last year and you've put the weight back on because no longer is that a priority, but you want it to be priority because deep down, tell me who does not wanna be in the best shape of their life. So. What I'm going to talk to you about today is going to just help you understand why you should never press pause on your health and fitness. Again, after this coaching session, I'm hoping that some of this will resonate with some of you. And please do go ahead and if you do join me, 
in live. This is a, a live session into the group. So please do come forward and ask any questions that you may have, okay? So how many people have said, I will get back to the gym? Right now, the gyms are closed. I know, I know. Um, but there's more we can do at home and there's lots going on around that we can actually do in the house. So have you now told yourself that, I, sorry, I've got another camera here that I'm going to look at because as somebody come in and, and give any kind of comments, then I'm able to say hello to them. Uh, hello, we have a first viewer, Elizabeth Botchua. Elizabeth's also my client. So she is watching and this is gonna really resonate with you as well, Elizabeth. Okay, so I'll get, these are the words I hear from my clients all the time. I'll get back to the gym as soon as possible. Works slows down, when the work slows down, when the kids are back at school, when they have gone left home, some people have told me I'm going to go back into the gym when my kids have left home. Kids don't leave home anymore, do they? Let's get real. They don't leave home. Kids stay with you for a long time nowadays. So good luck with waiting for that. Or we are, I'm going to start going to the gym when I've done my housework. Housework is never done. <laughs> continues all the time guys hey guys I can see quite a few people joining us now so most of us anyway we come up with number of worthy feeling justifications like or for, for taking a breather from our health and fitness efforts without forgetting without thinking that I'm gonna to have to start this again okay now if you're listening to this I know that you can make time for your health and fitness I know but you have surrounded yourself with number of excuses so you don't have to do that why because it's hard actually it's hard i'm not gonna lie it's, it is hard but the rewards are huge aren't they because you know that because you've gone through it yourself because you've done this multiple times multiple times have you gone on a diet and multiple times have you had a gym membership and multiple times you have started a regime of a run or a jog or a walk with your friend and then left it because something's happened Life is busy and stressful. I need to pause until things get back to normal. But except what? Things never get back to normal. What does that even mean? Things never slow down. They don't slow down permanently. We get stuck in an endless cycle, giving health and fitness our all, inevitably then giving up. Sheetel, hello, good evening, how are you? Something's always coming that way. Well, with that all or nothing approach, we really never get anywhere. So what I wanna to talk to you about is don't be a victim to all or nothing. Why? Because when you're nothing, when you're nothing, you suffer, your health suffers, your shape suffers, you get upset with yourself, you're constantly guilty of eating foods. So, what if there was a way to keep you making progress, even during the busiest times of your, even during the busiest times of your life? Instead of all or nothing, this method will help you strive for always something. How about if you change your mantra to, I'm going to do something. What a tiny little thing, I'm gonna give you loads of examples in a minute, about five different things that you can, five different um, aspects in life that you can do, whether it's one minute of thing or a full on athlete. Okay, the best part, you never have to worry about falling off the fitness wagon. Guys, don't be one of those people that just starts and stops because it is so heartbreaking and soul destroying to keep doing that to your own body and to your own self. Instead, 
you can change things. So if something's happening in your life right now, good evening, good evening, Zainab. She's joining us morning and evening, loving that. Wonder what time is it in Egypt? Let us know in the comments below. So how do you stop pressing pause on your health and fitness? Again, let me give you some statistics. It gives you some perspective. So work deadlines, social commitments, new baby, um, vacation, it's tempting to wait for the perfect time to start. People say this to me all the time, you know, they say, let me just get this out of the way, I'll come back. Let me do this and I'll join again. And you know what, those people never join actually, because health and fitness is never their priority. Hardly people pick up the phone and say, you know what I said to you, I'm gonna pause, I'm back now. Not much. These are the people, the people who wanna continuously get a result are the people who continuously put the effort in. But sometimes the effort has to dial down because you're busy and that's what I want to talk to you about. Is you dialing your effort down or up depending on what you want to achieve. So, life doesn't pause. So why is health and fitness being paused is my question to all of you. So let's see uh, some of the things that my clients have reported. About 60% of them have trouble exercising regularly because of demands of daily life. Maybe small kids, Elizabeth's got tiny small kids, it could be that. 87% find it difficult to deal with stress, at least some of the time. 65% of all the people with jobs work at least eight to 10 hours or more. 89 of those people who work deal with moderate to high job stress. Most of the people are gonna fall into this particular category. 7.07 a.m., really? It cannot be seven in the morning, surely not. 88% of caregivers, so if you're a parent, if you care for elderly, uh, also are under high stress, severe to high, or high stress. 83% of students experience moderate to, moderate to high stress. 60% of experience stress at home. This is all of us. So any of those things I've just described to you, we are all under some kind of stress. So why are, you don't stop those stresses coming to your life. You don't put pause on those stresses because you can't, because this is real life. So why is it that you're pausing your health and fitness? That shouldn't be paused either. What you need to do is to redial it, is to dial it in a way that fits your lifestyle now. So with all the gyms closed at the moment, most of us, also, <laughs> it's PM, I did think so. Most of us, it's, it's an hour, isn't it? It's one hour, Zainab, yeah. Most of, our, most of us have taken our fitness and health through from our home, but we're still, we're still keeping healthy and fit and we have dialed it down maybe. I can tell you my example. So on a Tuesday, I do a deadlift. I lift off the floor maybe 60, 70, 80 kilos. I was in a, a 16 week program. I can't do that now because I don't have those kind of weights in the house. So what I've done is rather than giving up on my deadlift, I do some accessory work, which means I might do some work to uh, strengthen the glutes, strengthen my legs with 12 and a half kilo dumbbells because they are accessible to me. Does that make sense? But I might do more of that because lifting that load versus just lifting 12 and a half brings my work capacity really down. But I do a longer workout and different sets of workout to make up for that. So that's called dialing down. So what your progress looks like when you keep pausing. Have you ever seen a zigzag 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 that's your progress if you keep pausing your health and fitness and your nutrition as and when you get busy or stressed so thankfully even small efforts little tiny efforts can actually add up over time so what do i mean by that 
So body transformation at different levels of consistency. After 12 months of coaching my, my clients that uh, I coach, I have seen great results in them. Now, with this COVID-19, so many of my clients were stressed because what was the biggest thing was a financial impact on their jobs, their whole life was turned upside down, they couldn't go out and see their friends or their family and couldn't do the daily things they used to do, i.e. coming into our boutique to get um, our gym into, to get trained. So what did they do? What they did was they chose, redialed their health and fitness, didn't pause it, didn't pause it and still got consistency. So how can you, how can you adjust your life dial? That's what I want to talk to you about. I can give you a list. Absolutely. Let's first talk about how can you keep making progress when it comes to movement? Thank you for the heart there, Zainab. How can you make progress when it comes to movement? So I'm going to just give you a couple of examples. If you're going to work in this environment, why don't you just park further from the office and walk a bit more? Now you might think, well, how's that going to make a difference to me? Well, over the five days in a week, if you're walking to work further from where you've parked from the office, is that going to make a difference because that's all you can fit in right now? Yes, it will. That is, you're making an effort and you, that bit of effort that you're making is make, going to make a difference to your health, to your lifestyle. Take stairs instead of elevator. Is that possible for everybody to do? I think it is. Most people can do that. 10 minute workout next to your bed. So if you're telling me I'm a really busy person and I have a client like that, who well, she's still working, has her own business, she has 10 minutes. Did I say to her, I can't coach you anymore because if you only got 10 minutes for your health, then you are not my client. No, I looked at her lifestyle and worked with her. Genuinely, she has 10 minutes, okay? So what we've decided, and the minute she comes out of bed, there's a small workout that she has a video of, of me working out that she follows. So that's better than doing zero. When her work capacity comes down, we will dial that up. Does that make sense? So right now, that's her capacity, and that's fine. That's 10 minutes of five, that's 15 minutes of workout a week. That's, that's just under four hours of workout in a month. If she said, well, there's no point doing this because what is 10 minutes going to do? If she has that mentality, which most people do, by the way, because everybody wants to do this massive actions, but they don't happen. If you were to take a small action, you will make it work because small action is not scary. A tiny little step is not scary, but a massive giant leap is very scary for someone who isn't into health and fitness or are just scared to restart. What else could you do? So if somebody has more time than 10 minutes, I might give them three lots of 30 minutes of challenging workout. That's totally fine. Three minutes of total, uh, workouts, maybe a couple of 20 minutes walk in the week. And then somebody who's got lots of time. So this same person can go up to doing intense daily exercises between 60 and 90 minutes, right? That's not recommended as more for athletes, but this particular person could if they wanted to, if they had a goal they wanted to achieve. It just depends on what time you can give to your health and fitness, but don't pause it because it is important that we have fitness and movement. The body requires movement. It is not a choice, by the way, guys. It's not a choice. You need to move. What, how are you gonna do it? It's your choice, that's your choice. But the movement isn't a choice. Okay, so that's, that's movement we're talking about. 
What else do we want to talk about is nutrition. Now, this is a big one for a lot of people. You know, right now, everyone is baking, everyone is eating more than they should do, me included, okay, me included. But what is it that one thing you can do to improve your nutrition in these kind of times? So, let me give you a suggestion. Replace one meal with less processed food. Is that hard to do? Or do you think that might be possible for someone to actually action? Hey Astrid, how are you doing? Um, so replace one meal with less processed. Maybe add a side salad to your, maybe you have um, cheesy to toasty, toasties, toasties, cheese toasties, okay? If you're into cheese toasties and they're really hearty and warming and you love them, I mean, who doesn't love cheese toasties? All of us. But what if you were to add, hello, hello Astrid, what if you were to add a side salad with it? Just a side salad, even if you did that once a week. That is going to be beneficial for your health. Forget the cheese toaster. You really want it, okay? No one's going to judge you. You have that. But add a side salad because vegetables are really, really important for you to feel the, the best version of yourself. What else could you do? Maybe try one new healthy recipe a week. You haven't got time to go out shopping, buying organic food, making everything from scratch. Maybe you're someone who doesn't really cook. Maybe your mum cooks for you and you really struggle. You buy everything ready-made. That's totally fine. Okay, maybe that's what's going on for you right now. That's fine. We are not here to judge, nor am I, nor is anybody else on this live. What can you do? You could just try one meal a week, just from scratch, just to see how it feels. Okay, sit at the table for most meals. Guys, this one is, I'm myself guilty of it. Hey Lucy, how are you doing? How are you doing guys? Thank you for joining me this evening. I know I didn't give anybody any notice that I was coming and doing this. Uh, every Thursday at six o'clock, I'm going to do a nutrition coaching because I realize that I have so much knowledge. Um, I'm so passionate about this subject that I could give some value to you guys and here I am, be a different topic and I'm happy to talk about anything that you want me to talk about. So hit me in the comments below, let me know what is it that is a burning question to do with nutrition, movement, stress, sleep, let me know and we can, if I don't know it, I'll find someone who does, trust me. Okay, so sitting at the table for meals means we are going to eat what's on our plate and not maybe not more. I have, I have a few clients that take their food into the lounge. Could be different reasons. Again, we are not here to judge. Maybe they live on their own. Maybe they just like eating from in front of TV. What actually tends to happen is that you are concentrating on their TV, but you're not eating your food, you're not concentrating on your food. So you might as well just eat anything, for example. And statistics show that people who are, oh yummy, she's having salmon with sweet chili. Are you watching me at the same time? And salad. <laughs> so again, we're not here to judge. If Astrid is watching us while she's having this, it's actually a quite important coaching session. So I think it's absolutely beneficial for her to do that. So if you're sitting, in front of TV, there's a high chance when you finish that food and you're watching a Netflix series that you want to go and get something else, don't you? Who? Tell me the truth. Yes. You want to go and get another bit of food, a little bit of dessert, and you want to prolong that because it's soothing. You love it. You love that feeling of sitting in front of TV and watching. It's so comforting. But if you're someone who just has their food, knows what they're eating, mindfully chewing their food, then watching TV might be okay for you. I don't know. I'm just talking about statistics and 
the science-backed research that I only believe in, that I, max, um, I, I use in my coaching, um, I'm talking from, from that point of view. Another thing you could do is add a protein to your meal. Are you someone who doesn't have protein at breakfast? Many of my clients, many of my clients don't have protein at breakfast or didn't used to have. So be whether they are fully plant-based, vegetarian, lacto-over-vegetarian, meat eaters, most people do not have breakfast. Hello, Flower, how are you doing? How are you doing, Neha? They don't seem to have protein. It's something that we find really, really difficult. I ate an Arabic food called mashe, masheshi. Tell us what that is, please. Has it got any protein in it? So protein is, is very difficult for people to get their head around. What I'm talking about protein is at breakfast having something like eggs, maybe turkey rashes, a small amount of bacon is highly fat, uh, eat less of bacon because it's more, more fat than uh, it is protein, but it's got a lot of fat in it. Um, so maybe that's one thing you could do. So what? remember guys here, anybody who's joined just now, just want you to know we're talking about never to pause your health and fitness journey. Don't pause it, just redial it. Redial it according to what is going on in your life. Because when you have to start again, it is a nightmare. It is hard to start again. I know people watching right now here have stopped and started their journey and know exactly what I'm talking about. I know people listening to this coaching session know what I'm talking about. So what I'm talking to you about is to redial it and do not press pause by actually doing what you are, what you're capable of doing. Because we are all capable of doing something from a tiny little habit to a big one, okay? That if you're, you know, for me, uh, uh, being healthy is very important. So I'm gonna be up on nines and tens in terms of eating uh, maybe whole foods. That's every day for me, whole foods, non-processed. That's meat all the time, most of the time, at least 90%. 10% not, and I'm happy with that. That's, that's, my, that's my balance. But if I was in a place, for example, where there was only McDonald's available, okay? then I'm going to have to go with what's around and I will have to choose the best version from there. Even then there is things I could do to help my health and fitness, like having lots of their salads or maybe having their wrap, maybe taking the sauce away, maybe choosing a water for a drink rather than shake. So many things we can do. Okay, um, and then sleep. Sleep is really important. 15 to 20% of weight gain comes from lack of sleep. Newsflash for some people, or for most of you, you might know it. Why I say this is because when you're asleep, your body is using calories, your body is detoxing and resting and recovering. You choose to not sleep, or you have a late night pattern, or you actually can't sleep because you may be going through menopause, or you can't sleep because you're always stressed out. All of those factors will have an effect on your health, especially a prolonged lack of sleep. Prolonged lack of sleep, where you're not entering the deep sleep, for at least two to three REMs, two to three cycles. So, if your sleep right now is very poor, what can you do in your capacity? What are you ready, willing, and able to do to change that? So, what things can I suggest? Five minute of wind down before bedtime. Is that possible for everybody, do you think? Possibly. Having less alcohol and caffeine and very heavy meals at, at, uh, at the end of the day, so late night. Late night eating is okay, by the way. Uh, this is a myth where people say don't eat meals in the evening. Yes, you can eat meals in the evening, but not very heavy ones. When I say very heavy, I'm talking about butter, cream, those things that sit on your tummy, especially if you eat your meal and sit down. It's amazing, it would be great to go for a little walk if you could afterwards. 
Okay, and maybe do a, a reminder on the calendar to sleep 30 minutes early before bedtime. Do it for a week and see how you feel. Maybe you could leave your phone outside the bedroom. This is a, one I tell my son. Leave the phone away from you, away, so the distractions are not keeping you awake, let alone the radiation. Okay, shut down the screens an hour before bed. Get outside for natural sunlight during the day. All of these things, small things, that might mean insignificance to you actually have a massive impact on your sleep. Do purpose, you could, you could, if you have more time now, we're going into dial six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You can dial it all the way up to ten. We'll start with the dial one. So we just move the dial up to ten. The ten would be no screens outside working hours. People do actually operate like that. Advanced sleep tracking coaching, especially engineer sleep pods. These are like someone who's really, really very, very serious about their sleep. To somebody who just want to do a five minutes wind down. So I'm giving you like an extreme example on either end of the scale. Somewhere in between is where most people are or want to be, okay? But it just depends on where you're at and what you want to achieve. Now, another important thing is social. What do I mean by social? Ask somebody for a hug. If you haven't been hugged for a long time, okay, ask for a hug. At the moment, it's a bit difficult if you don't live with that person. But if you do live with a person in the house, social distance and whatnot, ask a person for a hug. That's very simple. This makes you feel amazing. The hug, the contact delivers a great receptors to our brain, which means it releases feel good factor, okay? It's a comforting, it's comforting as eating food. Call an old friend for a catch up. Have you had that feeling of, like you've had a phone, you, you, you call up, I have this. I call a friend of mine and we have such a chat and then I come off the phone and I feel good, I feel really good. That's a great thing to do, why not do that? Do something nice for something, someone else. How does it feel to do something good for other people? Pretty good, doesn't it? So how about doing that? Practice active listening. We are really good at giving advice, but listening we're not so great at. So if you practice good listening and complimenting others, that will give you, that's the, this is the dials by the way. So this is, I'm now coming in the middle of the dial here. Organize a, a, a book club or cooking club or sports. So these are the people who like socializing. Socializing is really important. We are not meant to live on our own. We're not meant to be on our own. We're meant to be contacting people, being in contact with people. And then let go of the relationships that are not serving you. Invest in the ones that you do. So if you're coming off a phone call with your parent, with your mother, with your father, with your ex-husband, with your child, and it's upsetting you, then you need to clear up those differences. If not, let go of those relationships. I know that sucks and it's easy for me to say, but it will serve you. It will serve you in a better way because if you're constantly, constantly stressed out, that's having an effect on everything, your sleep, your health, your fitness, everything. It's taken over your mind. And the last but not the least is stress. How do you, if you have one minute in the day spare or 10 minutes or an hour, how do you do the best with yourself when it comes to stress? Because stress is everywhere and we can't get rid of it. Could you snuggle a pet? Have you got a pet? So my son loves stroking our cat. He loves it. And it, you can see his face change when he is stroking the cat. Could you snuggle a pet? How long does that take? Not long, okay? So think about those things. If you're a stressful person, should you maybe invest in having a cat or a dog? 
Um, one minute off, this is really simple guys, but a lot of people look down at this or they don't really think it's important. One minute of deep breathing, that's it. One minute of deep breathing, what would that do? It's going to make you feel alive and it will relieve the stress. Proven, scientifically backed data with this particular one. With everything I'm actually saying. Regular five minute break from work, just take a five minute break. You're working from home most people guys, Take a five minute break, come out of your office, have say hello to your kids, get out in the sunshine, beautiful day today again, and that's gonna relieve stress. After dinner walk with a loved one, maybe take some, minimize, don't do uh, what's multitasking. Multitasking is not for, does not make you clever, doesn't give you an award by the way, okay? Multitasking is not recommended by the way. It's just a disaster for more stress. And then establish meditation practice. So you could be someone who could establish a meditation practice every single day, five minutes, an app, download it, follow it, or follow my friend Astrid every single day at 7.30. Does meditation, relieve stress. People's stress at the moment is higher. So if you need to bring that stress down, you're gonna to have to do something different. You cannot keep living the same life that you did before lockdown because your stress is heightened, if your stress is heightened, then what have you done in, that, in your day to bring that stress down? If you've done nothing, don't expect different result. If you've done something, you know that you are uh, coping with it in a slightly better way. Uh, okay, so that's the stress. So somebody who wants to take it to dial 10, you have filled your days with fresh air, fulfilling, relaxed job, quite contemplation and meditation and weekly massages. That is the top ultimate way of actually relieving stress. Massages are amazing. Okay, so last point I wanna talk about is environment. What does environment, how does the environment affect us? When I talk about environment, I'm talking about your house, your work, the people you hang out with, etc so what could you do could you one thing that you could remove from your kitchen what are the red foods you can remove from your kitchen if you find yourself and I've said this so many times and I will keep saying this if you find yourself reaching for biscuits constantly reaching for chocolate constantly reaching for crisps things that you never reached for before but because you're in lockdown you might think well you know what else can I do I keep eating this but I don't want to eat it I don't want to do this I had such a good habit before this damn lockdown came into place there is something you can do versus completely blaming the situation and blaming the environment. What you could do, ooh, awesome, I love, I'm gonna be, I, I wanna be part of that. Women, Women's Lockdown Rescue Challenge coming up at on Astra's page, guys, look out for that. She's gonna tag me, so I'll tag you guys. Okay, remove a trigger food from your kitchen, just the one, just the one, does that, is that possible for all of us? Of course it is. Because day after day, if you keep reaching for that bag of crisps that you didn't want to eat, day after day, you keep reaching for the little bar of chocolate that are not yours, you bought them for your kids, that you didn't want to have, then just take them away and hide them and put them away. Replace them with a piece of fruit. Tell yourself, I really want something. There's no way I can't have that. Okay, let's, what's the alternative? Let's try some fruit. Have a bunch of grapes. Yes, maybe eating those fruits are going over your calories. But isn't that the best, isn't that better to have a whole food versus having processed, high sodium and highly sugared foods that you 
had already got rid of in your life and you didn't want to have them. But now you decide to eat them more because you are stressed. So all the other things really make a difference. Keep your dumbbells and your resistance bands in the house ready to do a short workout. Thousands of apps, free workouts are around guys. You can follow whatever you want. You can do something, a little bit of dumbbells. Resistant training is very important to create a lean body. We need to lift weights. Body weight is good, but we need to lift the weights. But if you don't have the dumbbells, just do your body weight. Maybe start to serve yourself smaller meals. Have them in a smaller plate. That's gonna make a huge difference, isn't it? Because you can't fit, you can't get any more on it. So maybe you keep thinking, oh, my portions are really big. What, what can I do to get them smaller? Smaller plate. One small action. Move TV to a room you don't use very much. Keep healthy snacks in the office or the drawers. So if everybody's reaching for crisp and chocolate and you do not want to be that person, then why don't you put some punnet of something, berries or fruits or some healthy snacks that you could chew on, like a bit of nuts, etc. Put right red light foods in hard to reach places where you cannot reach. Lock them. One of my clients, you know, she locks them and she just kind of hides the keys. Um, and if you then wanted to be the dial up to the 10 in your environment, live at wellness retreats, prepare meals by private chef. I, I would like that. This is what I would like. I would love to live at a wellness retreat. I would love for a private chef to cook my meals to exact how I want them to. And I would love a state of the art home gym. So that is my goals, my goals. Okay, um, and then you can do things like kitchen rescue pack. We've given that out. We've talked about that kitchen rescue pack. If anybody's interested there, hit me on the, on the comment box and I will send it out to you how to get your kitchen ready for healthy environment. Not just for yourself, but everybody else. So try it for yourself, guys. Try it. Dial one to dial 10. Step one, consider areas where you'd like to change or improve. So all the, all the areas I've just talked about, what areas would you like to improve or change? Step two, what's the absolute most you can do? That's your 10. What's the absolute, so out of these, some of you are gonna be on 10. Maybe with the exercise, you've maybe gone up to five sessions a week rather than three. I know my clients are doing that. And then ask yourself, what can you do the absolute least? You still wanna do something in all of these sections, all of these sections. What's the least can you do? Use one and 10 to fill in the other points of the dial. So other things you might be on five, some of you on four, some on 10, absolutely fine. And refer your dial when life gets busy. Have, stop for a second and think, rather than saying, not doing this, there's no way I'm doing this, I cannot. Don't say that about your health and fitness, about your sleep, about your environment, about your stress. In fact, say, was there one thing I can do that's going to right now move me in the right direction but it's not all the commitment that I'm giving you that's all that's the question you want to ask yourself I hope that this coaching session has provided you with some tools and tips Zainab thank you so much Zainab saying she's loving our tips I really appreciate your encouragement and any questions that you have regarding um, your health and well-being let me know because next Thursday at this exact time I'm going to bring you another topic where we can discuss things that are going to move you forward the listeners appreciate you being with me this evening thanks guys take care of yourself and remember 
have a little thought about what is it, where are you on your dial and what is the one thing that you can do absolute best, absolute most and absolute least. Thanks guys. And I would love it if you could share with me what you actually decided to do as well. Thank you so much, everyone. Love you all. Have a lovely evening. Beautiful day again today. We're so blessed. And let's get ready for tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Bye. See you in the morning. Hey, everybody. This is Far again. I wanted to invite you to the best thing I've ever created inside the Deep Health community. It's a challenge and we call it the 30-day anti-diet challenge. Every professional woman is one challenge away from achieving the life where she can gain control over her health and her weight loss. I've created this challenge to help you lose up to 10 pounds in weight no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. This challenge is going to help you to understand why the diets you've tried in the past that haven't worked and why eating this way can revolutionize the way you look at food and transform your body and create that ultimate success. I recommend highly you do this right now. Stop this video, pause it, go online and press the 30dayantidietchallenge.com and join the next challenge. The next challenge starts in few days.